Welcome to our Banking with Life Q&A series. This is where I answer questions that you have asked concerning the infinite banking concept. So let's get started. They leverage what they are going to be able to tax on us. This is why. The Federal Reserve Act, income taxes, all go into law around the same time. I don't know, Zach, if you're like answering a question, that a rhetorical question that I might have asked in a previous episode. Um, the Federal Reserve Act, look, 1913 is when the Federal Reserve Act was uh, enacted. Uh, or created, you know, the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve Act created in 1913, created the Federal Reserve. And oh, what a coincidence. World War I started within months. You know, you can't have a world war without a central bank. What a quickening. Okay. Um, the federal income tax became permanent in 1913. And there they were trying to pay for the Spanish-American War of 1898. Hmm. And then that other act uh, where, in previous to 1913, senators were appointed by the state legislatures, right? Um, in 1913, then they became, you know, uh, elected by, you know, popular vote. And so, and really what, what effect we have there is uh, power was uh, more or the centralization of power at the federal level was increased, right? And so the state's powers were diminished. So yeah, a lot of bad things happened in 1913. And, and I might have asked a rhetorical question, if they can print all the money, they, the Federal Reserve, can print all the money that they want, why do we even need an income tax? Which is unconstitutional. Um, and so Zach might have been answering that rhetorical question. And the bottom line is, look, my opinion, income tax is more social control. If they can print all the money they wish and they want and they've proven that, um, why do they need to take revenue from you, from your labor and your production, i.e. the income tax? It's social control, my opinion. Um, but I don't know that that was a question he was trying to answer. But anyway, all those bad things happened in 1913. I think Camel cigarettes began in 1913 too. <laughs> this question: What is the least amount we need to start, and how much we got to put in, and how much do we have to pay in premium each month? I'm so low income, I qualify for all the welfare benefits. So, in fact, I'm even lower income than that because I refuse to take any welfare. Any extra money I have is all gonna be spent buying medical insurance. I'm self-employed and Rona isn't gonna take my business. I'm not giving up. Well, Teresa, you know, I commend you for your stick-to-itiveness. Um, you know, we all need help from time to time, so I'm not, you know, making any kind of a moral judgment on, you know, social benefits whatsoever. Um, but I, and I kinda answered it, I think somewhere, I've answered it elsewhere, it's like, you need to start where you're at, where you can start that makes sense to you, that's not um, a burden, it's not too much of a premium, it's not too low of a premium, just get started 
in the right direction. Start building capital. What does quote unquote pay higher premiums in the future as cash flow and income increases mean? Buy more policies? Question mark. It's exactly what it means. You want the contractual right to pay a higher premium in the future. Right? If that requires buying more policies, perfect. Buy more policies. Don't be afraid to pay a premium. Look, if you're financing everything that you do, and you are, just depends on how. You either pay cash and give up interest you could have otherwise earned, or you formally finance and pay someone else interest. Right? There are no exceptions to that. Um, now, if we're going to become our own banker, and we accumulate capital and then opportunities are attracted to the capital and we take advantage of these opportunities, some of those opportunities are going to be cash flowing, appreciating assets. Well, if you have an asset that's throwing off a cash flow and you're already paying a substantial premium, you know, relative to your income and, and um, your, your particular situation and, you, and that improves, it's like look at the 30 year old young individual that's knocking it out of the park or making a making a a good income, right? They're at the beginning years of their earning power. They're 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 at the they're at the early years in their career of their earning potential. Okay, and then if you're a, a creative or you're a producer or you're disciplined, it, it is okay to have a contractual right to pay a premium in the future. And I said a contractual right, not an obligation. There's a difference. So yeah, short answer is buy more policies. Yeah, until it doesn't make any sense. Keep buying policies. What are you guys doing? Just tell us. <laughs> Just listen, right? I mean, we talk um, regularly, often, and a lot about what we're doing. We're, we are promoting the idea that you can become your own banker with the infinite banking concept. That's what we're promoting. That's what I'm promoting. Um, how do you do that? Go to the Nelson Nash Institute and buy some books. Educate yourself. Buy some videos. The uh, Banking with Life DVD is available on there. Nelson's Nelson Nash's six and a half hour three DVD set is on there where he goes through his what used to be his 10 hour seminar. That's available. You can call my office or email my office or email me, James at Banking with Life, and we'll give you a discount code. Saves about 20% on that uh, DVD series of Nelson Nash. Buy his first book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Purchase his second book, Building Your Warehouse of Wealth. Watch the six and a half hour DVD of Nelson presenting live the idea that you can become your own banker and then purchase the Banking with Life DVD. That is the education that you need, in my opinion, to determine whether you want to become your own banker or not. Everything else can be put on hold until you've gone to the source, in my opinion. All right. And if you did that, you wouldn't need to, to buy these $395, $295 click funnel, you know, uh, sales programs, right? Couched in the... Uh, the uh, idea that you're going to get a thorough education on the infinite banking concept. Go to the source. Nelson's Becoming Your Own Banker. His second book, Building Your Warehouse of Wealth. His three DVD set of him presenting his six and a half hour 
seminar presentation. Purchase the Banking with Life DVD. That's a self-promotion. I'm the executive producer of that, but it does not promote me. It promotes the idea that you can become your own banker. Natural law, the boom-bust cycle, Austrian economics. Um, and my point is that those materials, maybe we'll put a list in the notes below. Those materials will give you the solid foundation that you need to determine whether this idea of becoming your own banker is even worth you uh, moving forward on. Is it good for you and your family? You know, should you do this or not? You determine, right? And and don't succumb to any pressure, right, from sales tactics to do something that you don't want to do or you're not comfortable with. Just vet this idea for yourself discover for yourself whether this is legitimate for you and your family or not and it's really that simple but my point that i want to press is that is i mean i'm, I'm that's the education that you need and i think that you can get all that done for maybe two or three hundred bucks i don't know you can afford it right it's worth it and if you did that you wouldn't have to you know, enroll in every online course there is now on the infinite banking concept. Some are good, but some are not worth your time. Anyway, thanks for asking. Zan, if I want a life insurance, if I want a life insurance for two hundred fifty thousand and I pay eight thousand in premium up front, what is the maximum amount I can take for a loan? Who knows? It depends on how the policy is structured. You know, you're thinking life insurance by saying, oh, I want 250000 but then I want to pay $8,000 in premium. You may not even be able to do that. It depends on your age, your insurability, but it depends on the policy structure. I will say that it's probably a lot more. You'd have, probably have a lot more uh, cash value accessible than you think, okay? And this one, Miles, I was looking into velocity banking to get rid of debt. Can velocity banking concept be used with infinite banking where the entire paycheck goes into paying the insurance and all expenses are borrowed out you know is can that be done yeah it can be done is that where you start no that's not where you start you need to adjust your thinking if that's where you know you want to start you want to use velocity banking put your whole paycheck in there by all means do it you want to accumulate capital that you have control over that's where the infinite banking concept would come in and then uh financing in the future, in the present, and in the future, you know, the infinite banking concept, I know of no better way to become your own banker and control the banking function in your life other than the infinite banking concept. Thanks for listening. If you have a question that you would like answered, email me at james at bankingwithlife.com or leave a comment below. Thanks for listening and have a great day.